Let's get into our thinking point for this morning. The National Education, Health and Allied Workers Union, NAHAU, says it's going to be holding protests, shutting down the University of South Africa in protest against allegations of corruption. Now, there are reports of, uh, you know, members of Nehau who have been suspended. Uh, this is following their own involvement in these ongoing protests. Uh, the, the union holding a march to the offices of the Department of Higher Memorand- of Higher Education rather last week, uh, where they handed over a memorandum. Random. Let me invite onto the show Ivan Morali, who is the regional chairperson of Nahau. Ivan, good morning to you. Thank you for your time this morning. Good morning, Kathy, uh, and good morning to the listeners. And just like I said to the listeners earlier, we did invite you, Nisa and APSA to come and be part of this conversation as well. But uh, unfortunately, none of them wanted to participate in the conversation. Ivan, Tell us about these ongoing protests that you've been holding at various campuses of UNISA. What is driving these protests? No, um, thank you very much for the opportunity granted to Nehau. And we must say, we're not surprised why absent the, the Office of the Vice Chancellor will not want to be part of this interview. But just to bring up just two um, uh, and give context to the issues. As uh, you know, on, on the 19th of uh, uh, this month, it, uh, we received uh, a notice of unlawful suspension uh, from the office of the vice chancellor, which we lent to our five office bearers, which are short short of Nahau. And we must say to you, Katie, and the listeners, that uh, such office bearers are a coordinating strike of Nahau in that they manage the affairs of the unions in that university. So we received such letters from the university, uh, particularly from the vice chancellor. And on the same day, uh, we requested the let- a meeting with the VC, and our meeting only took place on the 20th of April with the VC. Uh, initially, we had requested a physical meeting. It later turned to be a visual meeting, when which we were really trying to understand what led or what led to an unlawful suspension. In that the university policy uh, and the employee the, the labor relations act really requires the university that before it intends to uh, suspend or discipline structure that the union must be consulted uh, uh, as provided by the law we must confirm to you and the listeners and the stakeholders of the university that we were not consulted as a union uh, leading to suspension now on the letter address to us as a union there are allegations of university disruptions by how um, from the from from uh, the previous month, uh, we cited that uh, allegations of now blocking uh, or interrupting the graduation ceremony. And we must say this, that uh, leading to that event, there was a venue booked uh, in UNISA uh, for our Nahau uh, members meeting, when which that venue coincided or conflicted uh, with the venue required to hold graduation. And in the main, that meeting that we had uh, in UNISA, once you deal with the salary adjustments, uh, you would know that the vice chancellor unilaterally took a decision to increase uh, and pay 30 million uh, to the academic staff without following governance process, when with this matter, if indeed they were supposed to be paid, there were governance procedures which were required to be followed. And this led to the labor unrest in that the academic staff cannot be paid 30 million, whereas our employees are not paid the same because the issue of salary adjustments and the condition of service 
are a process that has to be regulated uh, at council level. I issues that has to be regulated also uh, through UNIFA beginning forum, which uh, this matter never got made it to this forum that I've just mentioned. When we look at the reasons given by the university for suspending your members, they accuse them of being lawless, of being violent, and of intimidating others on campus and basically bringing instability to the institution. Um, let me just also highlight some few issues which, which, I, which I think are critical for all stakeholders of the university to know. Um, as, as a union, uh, through our two uh, uh, members, we have to be employees of the university. Uh, they sit as part of the council uh, of the university that deals with governance issues of the university. Right. Um, Section 14 of the Labor Relations Act gives union powers to monitor um, uh, the workplace provisions, also monitor any law binding to the employer and report such to the university. Now, there have been issues of um, maladministration, corruption on the part and on the office of the vice chancellor. You would know that uh, UNISA had established a committee to deal with the renovations of the vice chancellor's residence, and they had budgeted a million to deal with those issues. But instead, you would have a vice chancellor who requested an additional million, which was not budgeted for, leading to wasteful expenditures because uh, the vice chancellor of the university indeed was interfering with the procurement processes, uh, demanding uh, Bosch appliances, which were not even uh, locally sourced, but they were imported, uh, costing the university an extra million of wasteful expenditure. But second to it, you'd, you'd know that UNITA um, uh, now continues to report issues of maladministration. There is a report by Bowman Legal Firm report which uh, gave recommendation to council for council to take disciplinary actions against the chancellor when with the vice chancellor led a procurement of laptops amounting to 55 million without following due processes um, there have been issues uh, of, of um, interfering with governance uh, and operational processes in the university and you and how as an organization has been reporting these issues to council we, we, we must also say to yourself, we had a march on the 21st of April where issues of governance and mismanagement have been reported uh, to council, but we felt that council does not apply its judicial responsibilities to hold the VC accountable. And we submitted the memorandum of demands to the Minister of Higher Education to hold council uh, accountable and to ensure that council implements the report of the Bowman Legal Firm in taking disciplinary uh, actions uh, against the council, including suspending. We're going to continue the conversation with Ivan Morali, the regional chairperson of Nahawu. He's at least giving us their view as a union in terms of what is happening at UNISA. I'll also play you a bit of that handover. Uh, this is the handover of the memorandum to the Department of Higher Education last week. It's 9.30. Let me go to the latest news headlines. And Musa is standing by. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlatana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. What has been your experience then of UNISA recently um, in as far as the administration of that institution 
is concerned. Nahawu not being the only organization on that uh, campus to protest. Last year, we had uh, the EFF Student Command that was specifically raising issues of administrative failures that it felt um, had taken place at the institution and wanted again the vice chancellor to be held accountable for that. We'll continue the conversation with Ivan Morali. But first, I want to quickly go to Durban. Rich, I understand that you've got to go quickly, but you want to raise uh, an issue around UNISA. Yeah, I actually... Hi, Kathy. Um, in your case, um, when I heard you, you can discuss that. I thought I must just mention that mm. I can laugh about it now, but I to abandon my restriction fee of 4,000 rand in 2019. I registered for a cause. It was so hard to get hold of anybody mm. um, via email, via telephone calls. Eventually, I did. I actually asked the gentleman that answered. I said, guys, um, <laughs> do you actually answer your calls? You could you could hear that he answered because he had to answer, but he couldn't tell me the whole story, right? And uh, just to, to top it all, uh, they we received a communication after I eventually uh, got a response. We received a communication that there was going to be an introductory type or induction type workshop for the IT course that, that I registered for in the UNISA branch of um, in Durban. Nobody came. We showed up. Nobody came. Oh, that's I just horrible, Rich. I just abandoned my decision fee. Yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah. So you never actually got to do the course you had signed up for. No. Was there no. any communication beyond um, that that day where nobody showed up? Nothing. Oh no, that that's is why. That's yeah. why I actually gave up because I realized, you know, studying is stressful and mm. it takes a lot of time. And I actually realized I'm going to waste more energy and time on this. Um, 4000 rand is a lot of money, but I just decided now. Were you ever expected to pay for the course, Rich? Yes, I paid 4000 rand. Oh, you paid 4000 rand for the... Oh, that was the cost of the course, not the registration fee then? All combined. Yeah. Sure. I'm, yeah. I'm so sorry to hear about that, but also unheard of, right? Unheard of that something like that can happen. How yeah. does an institution offer a course and simply not do anything? You didn't even get those emails reminding you to submit your assignments, Rich? Um, I did actually get an email for, for the first assignment that I submitted, but mm. subsequently we were invited for the introductory course. Um, sorry, interaction or workshop, whatever it was. When they didn't show up, you know, like I said, when I realized, is this cause going to be worth anything mm. in any case mm. after spending time and energy on it? Oh. The, the frustration that I had to go through, I think, accumulated to a point where all put together, I realized it wasn't worth it. All right. Rich, I'm so sorry about your experience, eh? Yeah. I, okay. I hope but, you don't give up on that 4,000 rand. It's a lot of money. Could could do know. a lot of I things, you know? Well, I, I, I actually don't think I would have recourse because they, they'll just come up with whatever, mm. you know. Yeah. Mm. All right. All right, Rich. Let's leave it there. Rich out in uh, Rich out in Durban talking about his, his own experience with the institution. I want to play a clip of um, the 
the protest that took place last week when Nahau was handing over the memorandum to the Department of Education. So, DG, we are not here to waste your time. We are saying that we are not going to coexist with a person who has turned the university into a personal blessing. We are not going to coexist and keep quiet when the university cancels. By the way, you have written to them that you are intending to dissolve them. And we are saying that you must continue to do it. Because we don't have a university council in the university. We elected as council members ourselves. We know how dysfunctional council is. Ivan, one of the things that has come out in the protest by Nahau is that even though, yes, you're saying you're, you're raising a lot of legitimate issues, part of what you're saying has also been described as particularly slanderous uh, on, on the person of the Vice-Chancellor, Professor Buleng Lingabule, Lingabula. Rather. It, um, it, it will be labeled as such because, as a union, we continue to raise issues that the Vice-Chancellor never thought that the union would raise. Um, and maybe just to make mention of one issue, um, there has been a report, the same, the same report that we reported to, to Kansas, which we also reported to 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 the uh, to the Department of Higher Education. Um, the Vice continues to appoint uh, shop stewards of of APSA as a unit uh, in her office without following due process. Uh, we must say this to yourselves and the stakeholders of the university. We we have noted uh, three million that was paid to three people in the office of the Vice Chancellor, paid to them without following HRM processes. We must also say this, Casey. Uh, we are very much embarrassed to also learn now that there are non-unionized employees within the university. When which the vice chancellor had to instruct HRM uh, for HRM to send uh, people's personal data uh, to APSA to begin to organize this employees, which really goes uh, against the Poppy Act, because we know that APSA, as an opposition union uh, in the university, is, is in the process of recognition because it does not have a required threshold. So all these issues that uh, we have raised as a union, uh, the vice chancellor continues to say, indeed, even if we raise such issues, uh, no one will even uh, hold you accountable. Because indeed, as proven, indeed, council has failed its fiduciary responsibility to hold the vice chancellor accountable. I mean, we had a meeting uh, with the vice chancellor on the on the 23rd um, of, of this month, on Saturday. We spent between Tuesday and Saturday in UNISA every day requesting to rein in onto the executive management of the university on the office of the vice chancellor because indeed part of what we are preoccupied about as the union organizing in the is to bring stability to the operations because indeed we organize in the sector. The disruption of the operations has an impact on the employment of our employees and the job security of our employees. And we must also say this to you, we pleaded with the vice chancellor uh, even before she departed to USA because as we speak to you now, she's in USA, even where we requested that she forgoes that she, she meets with us, so that we, by this mandate, uh, we indeed bring stability uh, of operations in the university. She chose to go to the USA uh, and really did not really give uh, care and agency to address some of these issues. Address. So we will not be surprised that um, uh, the, the vice chancellor would, up, up until today, still say she has 
met all the legal requirements uh, to suspend our short shorts. Even while we have raised the law, we have read the law to uh, we have even raised the university police that says you cannot charge short shorts and office bearers without consulting the union because the union must be consulted. All right. He had to. Let me bring on to the show Victor Glamini, who is the spokesperson uh, for UNISA. Victor, good morning to you. Uh, Good morning, Cathy. Yes, thanks for calling in. We've been looking for you. Well, I am glad to be. Hello, Victor. Glad to be on the show. All right. So do you want to quickly respond then to the allegations that have been made by Nahau here about the state of the institution and, uh, you know, a picture effectively of a vice chancellor that does not want to be held accountable and is making a lot of decisions without following the due process? At least those are the allegations, according to Nahau. Well, I think that... Um the office of the uh, principal and vice chancellor has been uh, having continuous engagements uh, with Nehau, uh, both uh, directly from her office, but also uh, through the, the management of the university. And uh, the, the, it, it, it's very clear that uh, the, the, the disruptions have obviously affected uh, the, the, the smooth running of the university. But there have been uh, meetings held uh, with Nehau, uh, the, the, the UNISA branch, as well as the executive, addressing uh, many of the issues uh, that, that are being raised. And our sense is that, uh, you know, the, 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 at, at some point, the parties will find each other. There have been calls for the university to be placed under administration. Victor, with so, such little confidence in the council of the institution, do you not foresee that as something that is highly likely right now? Well, the, the MTT report uh, came out uh, last year and uh, it was an unofficial one. And there were a lot of uh, things that were said about uh, the university at the time. And uh, it's still sitting uh, with, the, with the report of the ministerial task team. It's still sitting with the, with the minister. And, uh, you know, until such time as the minister makes a determination one way or the other, it's very difficult to make a call on what is going to happen simply because it's speculation. Our sense uh, from the university side is that, you know, there's certainly no justification for, for that. And uh, while, while there obviously have been disruptions around a number of things, including salaries and all that, those have been eventually, uh, you know, resolved. And our sense is that the whether it's the bargaining forum or any of the other platforms that exist for Nehau and to, to engage with the university, the... the, the the, the fact that there is disagreement does not mean that, um, you know, it, 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 it should lead to further destabilization of the university. And I think that, you know, we, we will certainly see what the minister does. But my sense is that we are far from that. Ultimately, it is the students that are bearing the brunt of this instability and, um, you know, protest that we are seeing. Some students have not been able to graduate because their graduation ceremonies were delayed. We've also heard of some ceremonies being disrupted. Yes, and I think that uh, from, from, from the university side, that has been regrettable. A number of uh, 
graduation ceremonies have been disrupted. Uh, some quite, you know, v- 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 with the people already in the hall. And, uh, you know, the university has come out to say that, you know, uh, it's it's unfortunate that, uh, you know, how uh, not only withholds its labor, but chooses to disrupt the, the, these graduations. And obviously, everything was done uh, to settle those issues. And there was a commitment uh, from uh, from the people of uh, Nehau, especially Baloy, who came out and said, you know, it wasn't their intention uh, to disrupt uh, the, the, the graduation ceremonies. So it, it, it was quite surprising when it, when it happened again. And I think it, 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 it's really unfortunate that the students uh, who many of whom had been looking forward to graduating, uh, took the trouble of traveling uh, to the graduation halls only for, 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 for the disruptions to take place. So I think it's, it's for the union really to reflect on why uh, they think one of the things that they should do that's appropriate is to, is to disrupt and, 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 and really hold, hold innocent students as collateral for a fight that does not involve students. Ivan, let me give you a chance to respond to that because it does seem incredibly unfair. These are students that have worked hard to get their qualifications. No, no thanks, Kitty. But, but maybe one thing that I must address before I, I, I get to that task. Um, Victor Lamine, as a spokesperson, must also say uh, to us and the stakeholder of the, of the university that uh, he was also appointed unlawfully uh, and he was, he was appointed without meeting. Uh, uh, the appointment of Ukraine. but but maybe just to get to the issue. Um, when we when we uh, indeed met with the uh, uh, suspended structure, everything that we have done, Casey, without blowing our own trumpet, uh, uh, working with the police, uh, uh, there was no need for us to really disrupt. Police have continued to work with us in 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 creating um, a public order. Which is why, even uh, during this past week, um, graduates uh, who were informed by the university, by the way, uh, without any concrete evidence of how, uh, uh, or at least any evidence that points to us that was disrupted, were to be required to collect the certificates. The unit had, the unit had to postpone uh, its own graduations. There were supposed to be graduations even today. Uh, those graduates were postponed by uh, UNISA using. Uh, our 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 grievances as as a union as as a reason why it would postpone. And we said we don't have an interest in disrupting any graduation of any student, even when we address me how members. But uh, Ivan, uh, some graduations uh, some graduation ceremonies have already been disrupted. So the track record suggests something to the contrary. What is what is being portrayed to the media and the stakeholders of the university and how disrupt university graduations, whereas it is not the case. We said the graduations that that were supposed to take place around March 2022, uh, we had booked a venue, and coincidentally, we, we had a proof of having booked that venue to use it to brief members about the many issues that Neha would have in an organization called UNISA. Coincidentally, UNISA management booked the very same venue, whereas that venue was booked for, for our, our, mem- uh, our, our membership meeting. And Katie, we must say this to everyone who's listening to, to SAFS. Our preoccupation really is about making sure that the operations in the university continue anything that because uh, we cannot allow the vice chancellor to go and mislead media and use Mehau as a scapegoat uh, to to uh, not.
best to answer and not to be held accountable on the many issues that were reported to the figures. Because if those issues were, were, were in really acted on by council, uh, we could not have went to the Department of Higher Education and reported such issues. So we don't think it is fair that uh, the Mihao demonstration that raises these issues gets to use Ivan, I'm going to ask you to hold that thought. I want to take Tabiso, who is a student at UNISA. Tabiso, good morning to you, and thanks for calling in this morning. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm well. I think uh, we we are in agreement with the workers. Uh, what they are doing is correct, because the woman has not been doing things correctly since from day one. So we are in full support as students to the workers, because the same woman made students to be arrested. And the same union that she wants to tarnish today is the same union that supported our student leaders. So we are in full support with the workers. They can be bullied. They can be uh, suspended the way they are, the way unlawfully. We are not happy. And the women must go. Tabiso, as a student, how are you being affected by these protests? We are not affected. Mm. Uh, we are not affected because the same people that should be doing graduations are the same people that have registered us when we applied. They've made sure that we get we, we get all necessary uh, support since from day one. So why should we be affected by the same workers when they are fighting for their rights? So you support what Nehawi is doing? Generally, it's not about me. We, as students of the University of South Africa, we are supporting Nehau and, and workers at large. No, but Tabiso, I think you can speak for yourself. Unless you represent one of the student organizations okay, on okay. campus. I, I myself, I, 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 should be, I, I, should have been, I should have graduated, I think, two, three, four, five days ago. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and I was at the wall when everything happened. I'm not affected because I understood that workers have rights, mm, mm, and mm. when they don't, when 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 they are dissatisfied, what is it that they must do? Because the only thing that in South Africa that people understand, it is the street. Mm. So they are in the street, and we are happy that they are doing this so that the university can go back to its normality. Okay. In other, in in short, in short, mm-hmm. we miss Prof. Manza Makanya as students of the University of South Africa. All right, okay, Tabi. So thanks for calling in. Um, You're welcome. Uh, Tabiso a student at UNISA. Lala in Polokwane, good morning. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm seriously, seriously affected. Mm. Uh, basically, this is not an issue that started this year. Last year, uh, I made a complaint, a very serious complaint to UNISA that every time we send emails to the students, they are not responding to them. This year, I registered for 10 modules, five for first semester and five for second semester. But when they are registering me, they only registered me for two for, 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 for first semester and one for second semester. Mm. There are no reasons I try to call their phones are not working since the beginning of February. I try to send emails even after to the register, no one cares. That there is like no one can. I try to send an uh, uh, email to the uh, to to the ombudsman. No one cares. The the first problem I even escalated it to the Department of Higher Education. They are not responding. So that means the, the, these institutions of higher higher learning they are falling in South Africa because it is not only about UNISA. Even other institutions they have the same problems. 
So there is something that the Department of Higher Education is not doing right to monitor that these institutions are giving us a quality service. Imagine what we are getting from them today as a student. Mm. One day we'll be working for the company. That means we'll be performing the same way that we've seen our institutions performing. This is a bad, bad, bad Lala, thanks for that. Let me give Victor Dlamini the opportunity to respond on behalf of uh, UNISA. Victor, what do you say to that? I mean, I think that um, my sense is that a lot of the universities have been uh, under pressure, particularly with um, the with with data. Uh, but I so, want you to speak for yourself, Victor, because Lala's raising a specific issue around his own experience as a UNISA student. Well, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not aware of, of 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 that specific issue, but obviously, I believe him because he he wouldn't say it if if it if it wasn't true, and it's regrettable that uh, no n- nobody has responded to him, and uh, you know he's quite free to. Uh, if, if 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 you can just give him my email um, address or number, and that 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 issue can get addressed. But he's not the only caller that we've had on the show today, who's saying the institution is simply unresponsive. So my my sense is, of course, you know, when people uh, do not get responses uh, to some of their issues, they they will sometimes generalize. Most most of the people, um, most of the students, do have access, uh, whether it's via uh, our our intranet platforms or on email or the other platforms that uh, are available, where they can go to the various campuses. So they do get help, but clearly, um, in in those instances where they where, where no one responds to them, it, it, it's quite baffling to me as well. Why? Some someone who's hired to do that uh, will, will, will literally choose to ignore a student, and it's and it's quite frustrating when it happens. How are you going to be dealing with the shutdowns on campus? Well, uh, so if, if you look at Uni- UNISA as, as various campuses, um, you know the the, the 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 shutdown has 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 not been general. Uh, so uh, you know, Matlnik is now open. Um, you know the, the 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 security has has confirmed that the main gate is open so um i don't know if if the workers uh, are still downing tools but certainly the the, the disruption you know there, there was a bending of tires and protests uh, but you know the, the the police came on site and 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 they've restored order and i think the other thing Kathy, is to remember is that this is an an, an illegal and an unprotected strike so you know the the, the university has made it quite clear that you know the while respecting the rights of the workers you know if they are going to go on strike you know it 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 should be one uh, that, that 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 has been approved you know and in in terms of the platforms that workers are familiar with all right let's leave it there victor Gamini, the spokesperson for unisa mr morali um, yes yes what does the plan in terms of the protests entail for today and the rest of the week? No, no. Um, we must say this lastly to, to the listeners and the stakeholders of the university. That in our meeting with the UNISA uh, management on Saturday, we had requested uh, one process. But there has to be a joint team consisting of ourselves and management to look at the 
um, ongoing issues that are reported on the part of management and ourselves, and through that joint team, really stabilize the operations of the unit. But before we could do that, we requested in the meeting that part of what should assist us is to withdraw the local suspension so that an engagement is sought between ourselves and units. And we have made that commitment that it is not in our interest to see the operations of the university disrupted, including where student issues have been reported as not being resolved in the university, because that puts the job security of our employees and our members at risk. And we plead with the Department of Higher Education and Training to really agency address some of the issues, including uh, the contents of the memorandum shared to them, because we feel that we cannot allow this lack of leadership from the Vice Chancellor to hold the academic project of the university at the, at the Ramsom. And we really plead that council uh, has to be um, either dissolved uh, or uh, be improved or strengthened so that uh, the University of the Operations continues as in all right. Either way, it sounds like there are big problems at that institution and no clear indication of um, how those are going to be resolved as it stands because it very much is a, a stalemate between unions and the institution. Ivan Morali, let's leave it there.